0: seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton and this, this is the Smart 7. Well, good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday the 16th of November and it's the International Day for Tolerance. And a big happy birthday to Paul Scholes, Pete Davison, Bonnie Greer and Maggie Gyllenhaal. There were 39,704 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 47 additional deaths. And Boris and the scientists were back in the big blue briefing room with an update on COVID boosters. New data shows that a third dose is extremely effective at extending protection and Professor Jonathan Van Tam says it's time to extend the booster programme to the 40 to 49-year-old population. The waning signal, whilst smaller is also beginning to show in the 40 to 49s. And without boosting, I would expect it to increase. So JCVI has again acted decisively and recommended that the booster programme is now extended to 40 to 49s. And with Austria introducing a lockdown specifically for the unvaccinated and Germany struggling under a fourth wave of the Delta variant and low vaccination rates, Boris was warning that we need to learn lessons from Europe. Those countries with lower vaccination rates, have tended to see bigger surges in infection and in turn been forced to respond with harsher measures. If we want to avoid new restrictions on our daily lives, we must all get vaccinated as soon as we are eligible. The incident which took place in Liverpool on Remembrance Sunday is now officially being investigated as a terrorist incident. The man who died in the taxi explosion outside the women's hospital has been named as Imad al-Swilmin, who is not known to police or MI5. Liverpool police continue to investigate and made arrests, but have since released four men without charge, and it's still not clear what exactly happened or why it happened. Although the motivation for this incident is yet to be understood, given all the circumstances, it has been declared a terrorist incident. Our inquiries will now continue to seek to understand how the device was built, the motivation for the incident, and to understand if anybody else was involved in it. In the meantime, Home Secretary Priti Patel says the UK's terror threat level has been raised. The Joint Terror Analysis Centre, JTAG, are now increasing the United Kingdom's threat level from substantial to severe. But of course, we as a government, I as Home Secretary, continue to work with everyone when it comes to the security of our country. The January 6th commissioners continue to investigate the events around the attempted insurrection and riot at the Capitol building, gradually widening their net with subpoenas for many of Donald Trump's closest associates. Steve Bannon, Trump's former mastermind, who was granted a last-minute pardon by Trump less than a year ago, turned himself into the FBI on Monday after refusing to comply with a demand to testify and turn over documents relating to the events on that day. He could face a $100,000 fine and up to a year in prison. He was coherent and lucid as ever as he streamed live from outside the FBI. We got the Hispanics coming on our side, African Americans coming on our side. We're taking down the Biden regime. Intense. We got polling out, economic data out. Every. I want you guys to stay focused, stay on message. Remember, signal not noise. This is all noise, that's signal. COP26 dominated the headlines for the last two weeks, finally wrapping up on Sunday night with a deal criticized by many as being watered down and not sufficient to maintain the one and a half degree global warming target. A somewhat husky Boris, however, remained positive as he reported back to the Commons on the final deal. It was a summit that proved the doubters and the cynics wrong. Because COP26 did not just succeed in keeping one5 alive. It succeeded in doing something no UN climate conference has ever done before. By uniting the world in calling time on coal. Labour leader Sakir Starmer was a bit less positive and a bit more greta about the outcome. With no public pressure, the big emitters were emboldened. They clubbed together later in COP to gut the main deal's wording on coal. Only someone who thinks that promises are meaningless could now argue that an agreement to phase down coal is the same as an agreement to phase it out. Still to come on the Smart 7, Adele goes full Meghan and Harry with Oprah and the celebs are getting ready for the castle right after this. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like The Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. There was more World Cup qualifying action on Monday night as the final round of games got underway with Scotland beating Denmark 2-0 and securing a playoff spot while Northern Ireland drew with Italy to force the Italians to the playoffs. England only needed a single point against humble San Marino to win their World Cup group and assure automatic qualification for Qatar in 2022. In the end, they grabbed all three points and hat-trick hero from Saturday Harry Kane bagged four goals and a 10-goal demolition of the European Minnows who have a population similar to that of Morecambe. Gareth Southgate eh, was pleased. The qualification was earned away in Budapest, away in Warsaw, away in Albania. Even a game like tonight, we can't do anything about the level of the opposition, but the mentality, the way they played, the way they applied themselves was terrific. The cast of celebrities for this year's I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out Of Here has been announced. The show is due to start on Sunday the 21st and this year's castle-bound celebs include Richard Maidley, Arlene Phillips, Louise Minchin, Naughty Boy and one extra Snoochie Shy. I'm quite terrified of a lot of things, to be honest. Also just a little bit worried about, like, bugs going up my vagina. French footballer David Ginola, who played for Spurs and Newcastle, is five years on from his heart attack and has a pretty relaxed view of what he might need to do to win. If I'm starving, fish, eyeball... Uh, Agnes, bring me any Agnes. <laughs> we'll eat <need> any Agnes. <laughs> She's back, back, back. Now, you might not have noticed, but Adele has got a new album out and is pretty much everywhere as she promotes it. It deals with the drama of her recent divorce. She went full Meghan and Harry at the weekend, appearing in Oprah's back garden for an intimate chat and then performing a special live concert, which included an awkward marriage proposal. Didn't these guys listen to the lyrics? Anyway, Aradell says the whole divorce thing was a lot of hard work. But it was just exhausting trying to keep going with it. It's a process, you know, the process of of a divorce, the process of, you know, being a single parent, I felt like not doing it anymore, and also trying to like move forward, but like with intention, not just trying to get out of it for no reason. Man, my feet hurt walking through all of that concrete. This has been the smart seven. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at seven am. Have a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daffodil.